Hello guys, hi I'm Ajay Victor and I want to thank you for listening and joining this podcast. I pray that the Lord bless you, increase you on every side in all ramifications of your life in Jesus name. Amen. And I want to thank God for this opportunity. I want to thank him for this grace. I do not take it for granted. Thank you Lord. I'll be sharing with us this word. Of course, it's our first official podcast and I'm really happy about this. <laughs> so I'd like to share this word. The Lord gave me this word about three, four months ago. And I think this is the best time to share this. Of course, we have the platform now, so why not? <laughs> so why not, of course? <laughs> so as many people that will be listening to this podcast, to this word, to this message, I pray the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the title of this word is your real boat. Your real boat. I know the word real boat actually might sound familiar. You probably must have heard about it from someone. You've seen it in books, in papers, in online, in social media. Real boats. Real boat. But what does it mean? What does real boat mean? Before we go into that, let's just let's scratch the surface, you know. <laughs> So there's a place God has destined each and every one of us to grow and flourish. That's the first thing I want you all to know. There's a place God has destined for you and I to grow, for you and I to flourish, for your potentials to find expression. There's a specific divine location where God wants you to thrive. One thing I want you to know again is that not everywhere, not every land will yield harvest. Hmm. Not every land will yield harvest, even though the land seems good. You heard that? Not every land will yield harvest, even though the land seems good. So we're coming to that. What does real boat mean? Real boat means broad places. Real boat means very large space. Real boat means large room. Real boat means, I'll think that again, broad places. Real boat means very large space or large room. So when the space is large, when the space is big, when the room is big enough, there's always chance for your destiny, for your potentials, for your gift, for your career, for your calling, for your talent to find proper expression. Let me take that again. When your space, when the space is large enough, when this room is large enough, when there's this big space for you, there's chance for your destiny, for your for your gift, for your calling, for your career, for your talent to find proper expression. Your gift is not choked, your career is not choked, your destiny is not choked, they are not forced, they are not coerced. They find freedom of expression. When your potential is big, but in a small room, it can't find expression like that. Mm-hmm. When there's a big gift, there's a big potential. In a small room, it can't find expression. You have to take the big things to the big places. Mm. <laughs> so let's go quickly now into the word genesis chapter 26 verse 12 to 16 i'm not going to be doing more much of the reading but if you have a bible if you're listening to this podcast right now and you have a bible you can just follow through genesis 26 12 to 16 amen genesis 26 12 to 16 
We'll be dwelling on this passage all through this message. We'll be dwelling on this passage. I pray the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So the Bible said in Genesis 26, 12 to 16, the Bible says, Isaac planted crops in that land. Hmm. He became rich, he became famous, he became influential, he became wealthy. But was that all? No. Was that all? No. With all the wealth and riches he accumulated, he was envied. If you read that that, that verse, that passage, that line, the Bible made us to understand from that 12 to 16, he said he was envied. He planted crops in that land. Wow. So someone came out of the blues, he planted crops, and he became wealthy. He became famous, he became influential. Hmm. He, he accumulated lots of riches and wealth. How can you be this rich on our land? The Bible says they envied him. How can you be this rich on our land? Is that why? How? <laughs> like I always say, as a how. <laughs> how can you be this rich on our land? Is that not what people are saying concerning you as well? jokes apart is that not what people are saying concerning you you go to a place and you're doing well and people are just they envy you for doing well Hmm. they envy you for doing well they envy you for expressing your gifts is that not what people are saying concerning you they said that concerning isaac that happened to isaac they envied him he just resumed in this office and he or she is doing this good wow how come we have been in this organization for 12 years 10 years donkey years and he just came last month and is this good this thing we've been trying to unravel this mystery we've been trying to unravel and this organization this guy just came we've been trying to unravel this mystery for 12 years for donkey years or whatnot and this guy just came in less than two hours he solved this problem wow And he's doing well. He's everybody's favorite. He's the boss favorite. He's doing well. He just came two months. They promoted him three times. Wow. That was the same thing that happened to Isaac. He said he planted crops in that land. He became wealthy and famous, but they envied him. She just joined the choir and she's this good. Why is she the one leading the praise and worship? I've been in the choir. I'm not not me, not me. I I I, I can't sing that much. Not me. I'm just making illustrations. So they say, "Wow, I've been in the choir for ten years. <laughs> I've never led the worship, and this girl just came last month. <laughs> oh, look at them! They're giving her the microphone. She's leading the worship. Wow." Envied Isaac. Is that not what is happening to you in your organization, in your career? Is that not what is happening to you as well? People will start envying you, not just that alone. If we read a little further, it says, They got back at him. Now, listen to this very carefully. They got back at Isaac by throwing dirt and debris into all the wells that his father's servants had dug back in the days of father Abraham, clogging up the wells. I'm reading message translation. They go back at Isaac. Oh, wow. So you're doing good, right? Okay. You're the boss favorite. Okay. You're the best. Okay. You're the one that can solve the problem. Okay. 
Now, the Bible made us to understand that they got back at him by throwing dirt and debris. Hmm. Now, they will not only envy you, they will also throw dirt at you. When they see you're doing good, you see, they see you're expressing your potential. And it's not like you're, you're being proud or anything. You're just doing what God has sent you to do. You're just expressing yourself. They start throwing dirt at you. They'll start cooking up stories against you. They'll start fighting you. They'll start saying all sorts of things against you. You know, if you dig a well today and there's water in that well and they put dirt inside, you you won't even see the well. You won't see the water again. That's what happened. They start throwing dirt. They start throwing debris. They start throwing debris in that well and it clogged it. it when they say it clogged on, it means it choked it that you could barely see the waters. Isaac was so big in influence, in riches and wealth that in the end, <laughs> now look, look at this, in the end, they now told him to leave. Wow, leave us alone. You have become far too big for us. Now, when they tell you to leave, when people send you away, sometimes they are not just sending you away, they are sending you to your destiny. It's not the place for you. God has better plans for you. So don't feel bad. Oh, they said I should leave. <laughs> I'm a testimony of this, actually. When they said, leave, leave us alone. (laughs) You've become far too big for us. Your potential has become... They will see it, that you are good. They will see that you are even bigger than what they can imagine. They cannot contain. There are some destinies that cannot be contained. There are some destinies that cannot be, be, be hidden. You will just see it. Know how. You will just see it. It will come out. It will blossom. People will see. Isaac was so big in influence and riches that in the end they told him, man, you have to leave us. They said, leave. You have become far too big for us. Now listen to this. In those kind of environment, you want to do or you want to express yourself, you want to express your potentials, your gift, your calling, but they become very hard. Expression becomes hard in the wrong environment. Hmm. Expression, I'll take that again, becomes hard in the wrong environment. You know yourself, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this one. But in the wrong environment, it becomes hard to express those things. You know you can sing or you have the talent to do one or two things. But the expression is not there. That means the room is not there. The space, the environment is not just the one for you. It's not the right one for you. It's not the one the Lord had prepared for you. It becomes very hard for you to even express yourself. Why? Because even your mind itself, your mind is already clouded and choked, clogged by those dirt and debris they are throwing at you. Even you, you can't even see clearly. You can't see clearly. Because the Bible said here, it made us understand here that they, 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 they started throwing dirt and debris inside that well. They started throwing things inside, inside, inside your potential. They started saying things. They will start saying things and they will start throwing things at you. At you. And you can't even see clearly. 
it will clog your eyes it will clog the potentials instead of you to be expressing your potentials you're busy dealing with battles be dealing with issues dealing with argument dealing with <laughs> the environment the people there you're dealing with them dealing with one sort of things and the other expression of potential expression of gift becomes very hard in the wrong environment but let's look forward let's let, let's let, let's read further what happened then isaac left of course isaac left <laughs> isaac left the verse 17 and 18 of that passage made us to understand that once you leave or you take that step of faith there's always a change there's always a change. First off, you notice that Isaac, Isaac's servant, they started digging again. Those wells, they started digging again. They started digging again. They started digging again. There's a new, there's a new dimension to things now with Isaac. They started doing things that he used to do before. They started doing them again. Those things that you used to do back there at that place where you couldn't find better expression proper expression when you now leave you start doing them again because at that point the lord is now giving you the start of a new journey he's now setting you up for the new journey now you start doing those things again Once you live there, the Lord will help you to take those steps. When, when you take that step of faith, there's always a change. At this point, <laughs> Isaac, he said, he named them using the original names his father had given them. At that point, the Lord will change your name, your position, your relationship. At this point, when the Lord takes you from that, that, that land where he doesn't want you to be, when it takes you to this new land, the Lord changes some things about you. It changes your relationships. It changes your 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 association, your position, your name. It gives you meaningful relationship, purposeful relationship. It connects you with the right people. And like I said, at that point, is setting you up for the new journey. Now you're starting life afresh. Hmm. You're starting life afresh. You start doing things that you used to do. This time, you are doing it with God and with full expression. I'll take that again. This time, you will start doing those things that you used to do. But this time with God and full expression. It's a new beginning for you in Jesus' name. So, so many people are called. So many people have called full of gifts and potentials but are not fully expressing those gifts because they are in the wrong environment a lot of people are called a lot of people have gifts a lot of people have potentials but those things they are not coming they are not coming into full expression they can't fulfill those destiny they can't fulfill that destiny those gifts becomes dormant they become choked and clogged in the wrong environment it's like pouring grains of wheat on concrete it will never grow when you pour grains on or, or wheat if you pour grains of wheat on concrete it won't grow it won't grow it will be very hard it will be very hard for it to grow genesis chapter 26 verse 19 to 24. now let's look at what happened to isaac when he left what happened to isaac 
Did he make it? Did he survive? Let's let's look at what happened to Isaac. Genesis chapter 26, verse 19 to 24. Then Isaac's servant dug a well. I want you to pay attention here. Then Isaac's servant dug a well. There was spring water. Take note of these words. There was spring water, but the shepherd of Gerah quarreled with them. So they dug a well. They dug the first well. Isaac, Isaac, our uh, servant, they dug the first well. Oh, wow. There's, there's spring water here. Wow, this is a good place. Wow, there's water here. This is a good place. Nice. Okay. They dug the well. Wow, there's spring water. But the shepherd of Gera, the people on that land, they quarreled with them. They quarreled with them. No, you can't stay here. No, you, you don't have a place here. No, we can't allow you here. No, we can't allow you to stay. We can't allow you to express yourself here. No, they quarreled with them. And Isaac named that place Eshek, meaning quarrel, place of quarrel. Where you are at the moment, where you are right now, are people quarreling with you because you are good? <laughs> Just like that. Are people quarreling with you? You can't express that gift because of constant quarrels, issues, arguments, and so on. It's just it's just very hard for you to find expression in places like that. There are always issues to talk about. There are always quarrels. People are always quarreling with you. Arguments here and there, back and forth. It's just hard for you to find expression in places like that. And the dog another well. We're going further now. The dog another well. There was a difference over it. So Isaac named that place Sitna, which means accusation. Hmm. Listen to this. The dog another well. There was a difference over it. So Isaac named the place Sitna, which means accusation. What you are? What are you being accused of just because you're trying to fulfill purpose or express your God's given gifts? What are you being accused of right now where you are, your office, at work, your career as a music minister, as this or that? Whatever you are doing, whatever God has given you, but where you are, what are you being accused of wrongly? Just because you're trying to fulfill purpose, just because you're trying to express those gifts, your potentials, the one God has given you. What are you being accused of? Is your case not like the case of this servant and Isaac? They dug a well, and the second well, they said they accused them. There was a difference over there was a difference over it. And Isaac named the place Sitna. Sitna means difference. Accusation. Accusation. What are you being accused of just because? You're trying to fulfill your destiny. One thing that is similar to the first two wells, I want you to pay attention here. One thing that is similar to the first two wells that were dug is that they both had water. Hmm. The first two wells that were dug, they both had water. Pay attention here. They both had water. So it's not like where you are is bad yeah <laughs> sometimes it's not like where you are is bad it's not that that place is so bad <laughs> it's not like that but know where god wants you to be where you are may not be so bad because the bible made us understand that they dug the first two wells and there was spring water there was spring waters there 
so water was there it's not as if oh they dug one well and it was so dry so that means where you are <laughs> might actually be good to you but to god he has better plans he wants to take you to a better place there's a place he's taking you to the bible says there's a way that cement right but the end is dead the place may be good but not for you the place may be good but not for you that's just it that's god for you it will look so good to you wow this place wow this is it the lord said leave this place leave this town go to another place to you i'm, I'm doing well here leave this office go to that office no i'm but i'm doing well here leave this church and go to that church but i'm doing well in this church to you but to god he has better plans the place may be good but not for you the relationship may be good but not for you that's god but now look at this now look at this is where we are going now then the dog the third well but there was no fighting no quarreling and so on and isaac named that place ray hobart <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll take that. Then they done the third well, but there was no fighting, no quarreling, and whatever. Whatever they experienced in the first well, they dug, the second one, they dug. He said there was no fighting, no quarreling on this one, the third one. And Isaac named that place Railboat. Railboat meaning wide open spaces. I'm reading message translation. Wide open spaces. Another, another translation said, The Lord has made room for us. The meaning of railboats. The Lord has made room for us. After all that thing, after all the experiences we had, trying to settle in, trying to settle down somewhere, they got to that third one and they, they said, The Lord has made room for us. The Lord will make room for you in Jesus' name. Oh, you are listening to me right now. The Lord will make room for you. The room where you settle and you don't have to quarrel. You don't need to quarrel with anybody. The Lord will make room for you. The Lord will make room for you for your expression of your gift, the expression of your potentials in the name of Jesus. If you read further, you will see how God made his heart bare and made covenant and promises to Isaac. After all of those things, now, okay, I've, I've, I've placed you on that land now. I've given this land to you now. This is where I want you to be. This is where I want you to thrive. This is where I want you to flourish. This is where I want you to serve me. This is where you'll be, where you will not have issues at all. And after that one, the Lord started making promises, covenant with Isaac. I'll do this for you. I'll bless you. I'll do this. I'll increase you. This and that. Because the place is right. Because the place is right. Now, do you know what happens when God takes you to your real boat? What happens? <laughs> what happens when God takes you to your real boat? It's in verse 28 of that chapter. It's in verse 28 of that chapter. They will want you. They will definitely come back looking for you. Those people, do remember... They told Isaac, they said, leave. <laughs> You've become far too big for us. We don't want you. We don't want you again. They will now look for you in verse 28 here. What happens when God now puts you on your own land? When God puts you in that place he had prepared for you, when you are there, they will come back 
They will look for you. They will want you. They will need you. They will desire you. They will want to associate with you because they will see God in your life. They told Isaac that. <laughs> Isaac told them, "But you hated me. You sent me away." They said, "No, no, no, no. Now we want you. We want to associate with you. We want to make covenant with you. We want to be with you. We need you now because we see God in your life." So when people when 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 they tell you to leave a place or you leave a place and you, you you see sometimes or most times people will say oh without us you cannot be when you leave <laughs> it, it's going to be hard for you to survive but with God the Bible says those that know their God will do exploits. He said before I formed you I knew you. For with God nothing shall be impossible. It's like the case of Joseph as well. They will come back. They will come back. They thought they actually did evil to you, but they will come back when the Lord will be the Lord will be with you. They will come back. The Lord will put you in your own land. They will come back. They will need you. They will be looking at you, "Wow. We thought we did evil to this man. We thought we did evil to this woman. Now he's doing great because the Lord will place you in your own real boat." will place you in your own real boat. It will put you in your place where you express yourself without quarrel, without accusations. They will come back. Now your real boat. One of those things you must do to get your real boat or to get to your real boat. What must you do to get to that land? What must you do to get to that place that God wants you to express yourself? The first thing is you need to obey God sternly. You must obey God. You must obey God. Verse 2 of Genesis chapter 26 said, and God told Isaac in verse 2 of that chapter, he said, don't go down to Egypt. Stay where I tell you. Stay in this land and I will be with you and bless you. Direct instruction. Do this. Stay here. You have to, you must obey God. You must obey God. Don't walk, don't sleep, don't do, don't this, don't go there, don't talk to them. No, you must obey God at all times. When God tells you walk, <laughs> you walk. He says jump, you jump, you fly, you fly, crawl, you crawl, move, you move, wait, you wait. David asked God, God, should I pursue? And you must obey God. When God tells you something, He gives you instruction. You follow the instruction. He gave Isaac the instruction. Do not, do not go down to Egypt. Stay where I put you. Stay here. Stay here. This is where I've put you. Don't go anywhere. God is telling you, don't go to that company. Go, don't go to that organization. Hell no, I, I, I will go. I will go. Don't go to that country. Don't go to that state. Oh, that's the same state you're thinking of going through. I'm putting you in Abuja. You're telling God, God, I'm going to Shokoto. <laughs> You must obey God. You must obey God at all times. Number two is, be sure you hear from God clearly. Be sure to hear from God clearly. Jeremiah said something. He said, and God told me 
because he was asking God he said he was telling God he said God I'm just a small boy but God told me don't say I'm only a small boy I will tell you where to go and you will go there you must hear God clearly God must tell you must know that this is God not man telling you oh leave Abuja go to Shokoto no not man is God telling you to leave is God telling you to move is God telling you to work is God telling you to fly is God telling you to crawl is God telling you to wait part time you must hear God clearly not any man telling you what to do oh come come my son uh see you're not doing well in this state you know what maybe you should go to the other state oh okay that's true that's true then you back your back <laughs> you're half but is that what God wants is that what God wants be sure you hear God clearly for yourself Jeremiah said God told me don't say I'm only a small boy I will tell you where to go and you will go there Jeremiah chapter 1 you can read the whole chapter I will tell you where to go and you will go there that's God so you must hear God God is what is God telling me part time concerning this situation what is God telling me to do okay if i need to wait is that what god is telling me okay let me wait i pray for you may you not move when god is telling you to go and may you not go when god is telling you to stay so the same thing with abraham god told abraham he said leave your father's house leave your father's house to a land i will show you it was a clear instruction he heard god clearly and he left leave your father's house to a land i will show you leave i'll show you that land sometimes some of us we we fight god we fight we, we fight all those instructions that's why the first one i said is to obey god sometimes when god gives us those kind of instructions they don't make sense why should i leave this place to this place? how why are you telling me to leave Lekki to Ekwe? <laughs> just example. Ekwe people don't 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 get mad at me. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Why would you tell me to leave here? As a matter of fact, God said, leave your father's house to a land I will show you. He has not even shown you the land. He said leave. <laughs> just imagine. Leave. Just leave. You must hear God clearly. You must hear God clearly, not just from any man. You must hear from God Himself. And the Bible says, "The steps of the righteous man is ordered by God." The God, Lord Himself, will order your steps. The Lord Himself will, will tell you how to do it. The Bible says, "It's the Lord that teaches." The Lord will teach you how to make profit the lord will teach you on how to go about it he will tell you who to see who will even see you the lord will help you the lord will will make provisions for you the lord the bible says i have 
so therefore i have put you on the hilltop now shine the lord's work is first off to put you on the hilltop he will do all he needs to do he will do his path for you he will not leave you stranded so when god says leave when god gives instructions he is not going to leave you stranded i have put you on the hilltop now shine so god is going to do his part you will do your own part so you obey god he will do his part to that place he wants you to be to that real boat he's taking you to you do your part god will do his part you obey god he will also do his own part he will never leave you to be stranded but will it be easy no it won't be easy <laughs> it won't be easy but don't be like the israelites the stubborn israelite the insensitive israelite always complaining when god took them out of egypt <laughs> When God takes you out of that place where there's quarrel, where there's accusation, and He takes you to your real boat, and it seems like, wow, wait, uncertainty, what's going to happen? Don't be like the Israelites. When God took them out of Egypt, they were complaining to Moses. He said, Moses, you, should, you could have just left us back in Egypt. Let us be eating onions. Let us be eating. We, we were fine. We were okay. Wow. See, where you are may actually, those places that you are that God wants to take you out of, actually look good like i said there was spring water the first well there was water the second one there was water but that's not god's plan so god will not leave you stranded he will never leave you to be stranded at all he has plans for you my thoughts towards you are thought of peace not good thoughts towards you not evil thoughts I, i i don't hate you he said, Ask and it shall be given unto you. He said, Seek and it shall find. Which one of you asked his or her father for bread? And the father gave him or her stone. Or you asked your father for, 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 for fish and he gave you snake. How much more be your father? So don't be like the Israelites. They complained. They complained. Always complained. Stubborn, insensitive. Stubborn, insensitive Israelites wow so you want to go back to where you were just because you're not seeing that thing yet where i have actually put you don't be like the israelites so this is the word of god to you today i pray the lord will help you i pray the lord will put you in that place he has destined for you to grow to flourish i pray that every hand holding you back from getting to your promised land, from getting to your real boat, the Lord will cut those hands in Jesus' name. I pray the Lord will help you. The Lord will make provision. The Lord will lead and guide you to your place where you fulfill destiny. In the name of Jesus, it will be easy for you. Every every evil, every evil uh, utterances, every evil hand that is pulling your destiny back, that is pulling you back, I come against them in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord will be for you. The Lord will be by you. The Lord will be with you. You will never be alone. The Lord will always support you. With his right hand, he will always hold you. You will not fall in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. Every fear, every fear, spirit of fear. The Bible says, for I have not given you the spirit of fear. For you to know that the fear is a spirit. 
fear is the spirit and there's a whole lot of things that fear does to us as human sometimes we want to live we know that that place is not right we know that relationship is not right we know those things are not right but the fear of what will happen if i leave this position what will happen and god is telling you just leave you just you just put your feet in the water and put your gaze on me your lord your savior every fear every spirit of fear in your life i cast them out in jesus name the lord will give you his his to walk his to hear from him you will not be blind spiritually you will not be deaf and dumb spiritually the lord will open your eyes your inside to see his will his path for you in jesus name so i hope you guys enjoy this word and i pray this word bless you i hope this word blessed you i want to believe you you're going to share this with your friends your family and you listen in the car the traffic <laughs> while you're heating your break time and um hope to hear from me again of course and i'll be open to hear your, your own feedback as well thank you so much guys my name is ajay victor i love